Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You are watching a master at work. You are listening to NFL Trend Zone. It is the podcast of FranchiseTag.com. And we're jumping on tonight for a special show, so to speak. Um, we're going to do a mock draft. We're not sure how many rounds we're going to go. Probably at least two. Two might be pushing the limit for the uh, reasonable time frame recording a podcast. Um, but we are going to enter that mock draft world probably for the final time and arguably the first time as a group. Um, we'll have franchise writers Abby Vincat, Andrew Waters, uh Cody Shop, Ron Saw, Tanishka from Minneapolis, and Wes Johnson, your usual host, and I am Dustin Baker. So after we do a little betonline.ag action, we will jump right into our mock draft. But first, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, this is the largest uh, NFL trend zone guest list that we've had to date. This is about, let's see, seven or eight souls on the show tonight, and we are here for the purposes of bringing you a mock draft, and we're not sure how long it's going to go. If we can get through three, four rounds in an hour, that's uh, handy dandy. If, if we start bloviating and it only goes one round, so be it. Uh, but we have a predetermined order. We're going to go through the whole shebang. We're not doing trades only because uh, I think that we would waste time doing that. And it's really a complete guessing game on trades. So we're going to go in, in the, the raw orga- organic sense. And that means that, Abby, you're on the clock with the Jacksonville Jaguars at number one. Surprise, surprise. Who do they take? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. All right. I think I need explanation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get into explanations, I guess, brief ones for picks that aren't obvious. Um, but let's let's go to Drew at number two for the New York Jets. Uh, Zach Wilson. I mailed him the playbook last week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fantastic. Now, uh, this is where it actually gets fun and interesting. And I'll point out that the number four spot is especially pivotal. And so is the Broncos spot, uh, because if they take a quarterback, then indeed we might have five off the board. But who cares? Let's go. Uh, number three. Uh, let's see who is up for the Sanford. That's Cody. 49ers. Alas, who are they taking? So I mocked Trey Lance to San Fran in my most recent mock. Mm-hmm. But probably they're going to take Mac Jones. You're buying into that, huh? I've I've tried to convince myself that that's true, but I, for the life of me, can't understand yeah. it. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so then that that takes Jones. Let me get that off my board. Who is up next? I think it's you. Oh, it's me. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. So again, for listeners, this is what we predict will happen, not necessarily what we think is right. Otherwise, that'd be a completely different um, show. Um, So I am at the Atlanta Falcons, and I don't think Matt Ryan is kaput um, just because the team has played poorly for the past couple of years. He gets blamed for it. So I am going to go with the surefire thing and Kyle Pitts to the Atlanta Falcons. 
Uh, up next is the Bengals. I think that's I, me. Oh, is that? Yeah. Yep, that's Ron. And then, uh, Tanishka, you're at the Dolphins. So, Ron, the Bengals, <laughs> settle the debate, please. Offensive tackle or wide receiver? So, I think um, as glamorous as the Jamar Chase and Burrow reuniting um, would be, I think you have an investment in a young quarterback, number one pick last year, who has suitable weapons on the outside. Um, I think uh, Sewell is the only answer here if the board falls this way. All right, so you're locking it in, Sewell? Locking it in with Sewell. Okay, and then for the rest of the participants tonight, that's like what he just did was like the perfect uh, little spiel uh, because we don't want to just read off names and be done. Otherwise, people can read that or do that themselves. So you can give a little bit of context like that if that's okay. Uh, No pressure, Tanishka. That is the Dolphins at number six. What do you got? I got Jamar Chase because the Dolphins signed Will Fuller, so he's kind of like their deep threat speed guy, and Chase is the perfect um, complement to that. Okay, fantastic. Well, then that, um, yeah, that'll give Tua weaponry that he will so crave in his sophomore campaign. And my co-host, Wesley Johnson, uh, what do we got for the Lions? When you look at their team needs, um, depending on they the website, you're on. yeah, yeah, it's like a roster. It's like they basically need a depth chart. <laughs> uh, in right. this case, uh, because they lost so much at the wide receiver position in free agency, they will go Devonta Smith from Alabama. Oh, okay, so that's a little bit of a curveball. Um, but yeah, they. I was telling a coworker actually that. Depending on who's throwing the football, uh, they have Brashard Perryman, Tyrell Williams, and uh, who's the other one, Wes? Who's their wide receiver three? Um, it's some other dude. Cephas. That, no, it's, it's another guy that actually has a, a name name. Hmm. Anyhow, it's somebody that you're like, if it's Mahomes throwing or Russell Wilson, they're like, yeah, it's pretty good core. But if it's... Uh, like golf, average golf, then they need a bunch of help. It's kind of strange. And it's fantasy hell as well. So, all right. So that means, if I'm not mistaken, we're at the top of the snake again with Abby and the Panthers. Is that right? Yep. All right, sir. What do you got for the Panthers? I think the Panthers will be going with J.C. Horn. Oh, okay. They need more help on the defense, and he's probably the best cornerback. Okay, let me find that. Dang it. Um, all right. Well, I'll have to find that in just a second here. This one's being a little goofy for me. Uh, that brings us to Andrew and the Broncos. Yeah. So, so if we're playing this as if the board has fallen like this, um, Mm -hmm. if I'm John Elway, I fall out of my chair and I dress, I draft Justin Fields like yesterday. Again, I mailed him a playbook last week. I'm, I'm taking Justin Fields at nine. I think that's great value there. Really? Okay. So I had Drew Locke's not the guy. He's not a lock. Um, <laughs> people have been people have been looking at them to make some sort of a move there. Traditionally at nine, I don't think they thought any of the top quarterbacks would be there. Maybe Trey Lance, um, but I had him pegged going at eight. Uh, there were some rumors for a trade there. I know that that's not what we're doing here, but it was between this and Parsons, uh, and I think at that value, they're going to take they'll take Fields. Okay. Well, finally found J.C. Horn. Thank God. All right. So now I can account for him. And you've got Fields to Broncos. Yep. 
my goodness. That would make our uh, usual try host, Jason Bowen, pretty happy, I think. Even, <laughs> even though he's a lock guy, I think he wouldn't complain about this one. Um, let's see. So that brings us to the Cowboys, who most folks on the planet think it's certain. Um, is that to me again? No, that's Cody. Cody, what do you got for uh, the Cowboys? Um, yeah. Uh, certain's the pick here. Uh, they just need help in the secondary and to pair him with uh, Diggs, give a nice formidable one-two punch there in the secondary. Okay. So let's see here. That is certain indeed. So we follow the, the usual gig. And the Lions are another team with a depth chart's worth of needs uh, based on most of um, the criteria that shows that they are deficient. Um, oh, boy. This is where you know it really starts to get interesting. I, I hate to do that, do this for a lot of our favorite teams out there, but I will take Rashawn Slater for the Giants. Um, he feels like he's close to a sure thing, and I that's my personal want for the Vikings at 14, but as a Vikings fan, you know your hopes are usually trashed. So I am going with Slater. And then who's next for the Eagles? Um, that would be me. Um, so barring uh, if this, again, how the board plays out, I think actually the Eagles learned their lesson last year. And, uh, you know, they need to get playmakers. And this year, I think they need to get the right one. Now, I'm not saying that he is. Uh, but in this scenario, I think Jalen Waddle um, gives them that outside threat that they that they thought they were getting out of Rieger. But uh, who knows? Maybe between one of the two, um, they'll add weapons there. But uh, that'll help the young quarterback. All right, Waddle to the Eagles. Yep. All right, Tanishka, this puts you with the Chargers. Um, okay, I am going Derisaw here because I think they have Trey Pipkins starting at left tackle right now, and that's not an ideal situation. So um, Justin Herbert needs protection, so Derisaw. Oh, okay. All right, well, let's see. So Derisaw is off the board. Is Pipkins, I think he's the guy that's from my hometown, uh, Sioux Falls. That's interesting for anybody that cares. Um, Wes, then you are faced with, it's no secret that most of the folks on this call, if not all of them, um, are fans of the Vikings. And you have Trey Lance, Micah Parsons, and Jalen Phillips, Caleb Farley, staring you in the face. And again, a reminder, this is what There's you think. one right answer. <laughs> this is what you think Rick Spielman will do, not what you want. So uh, you've got a mighty, mighty task here, sir. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I, I wrote that article about the brothers Bruin just earlier in the week. Uh, Anthony Barr, he'll be free agent next year. So I think Micah Parsons makes a lot of sense. All right, so we need to pause because um, the Vikings passed on Trey Lance, so we need to let that sink in for a minute. Uh, Zimmer goes defense evidently again with Parsons, and how did we get here? How did Lance fall to the Vikings? What did, what happened um, enabled that to happen? Because uh, it's interesting. Anytime that I mention it, it's like, oh, he won't be there. And there are reasonable brains on here that obviously didn't script the draft to get Lance to the Vikings. Uh, otherwise, we just would have effing picked him. So what happened? Who didn't pick a quarterback? Atlanta. Atlanta yeah. was the wild card? 
Mm-hmm. Okay, and then, yeah, that's the big one. And then seven and eight spot probably as well. Trade up. Okay, and yeah, nobody. Yeah, that's another thing. Nobody traded up, which somebody right. will. And the Lions decided that uh, they'd rather have wide receiver than quarterback. So yeah, if you want an example of how this can happen, it's really not crazy. Um, although Washington or somebody will probably trade up into that seven to eight nine region. But anywho, uh, that puts us at the back of the snake, Abby, with the New England Patriots. Speaking of Trey Lance, <laughs> out of Bing. All right, Bill Belichick can get his quarterback. I think he's yeah. going to. Yeah, then that would be probably your prototypical patchover situation where they finally realize that Cam, although lovable and things, um, is at a different spot in his career than he was in 2015. So yeah, that would be probably they're at two and three or so, and then they give give Lance the nod or Newton gets hurt. So Lance to the um patriots next is andrew and you have the arizona cardinals with names like caleb farley jalen phillips christian barmore all on the board what say you good sir so the cardinals looking at their death chart they are currently in cornerback hell their current their current lock to to start is malcolm butler um (laughs) i think the opportunity to get a talent like caleb farley which and a normal draft year could be, you know, a, a top 10 pick. They're going to take them there. That's, that's great value for them. Uh, and, and frankly, they probably get their Patrick Peterson replacement there as well. And that's Farley. Yeah. Farley at 16. All right. Virginia tech, Caleb Farley goes to the Cardinals and point of order. We had uh, Ron and I had Troy Williamson on our show about a month ago now, right after Randy Moss, how apropos. And uh, he predicted uh, J.C. Horn would fall to this spot. And uh, there's a South Carolina pipeline there. That's why we talked about it in general. So, indeed, you have it right that a corner goes there. Uh, so let's lock him into the Cardinals. And, Cody, we're back at you with the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, notorious for doing stupid stuff. Do, are, you on, <laughs> are you on brand, or are you going to make this one um, smarter for them? Um. I say they go with Christian Barmore, <clears throat> D-tackle out of Alabama. Now, Wes, you, uh, one of your close friends is a Raider fan, and you live out in the neck of the woods. Do they need a three-tech? Uh, I'm Maurice Hersko, so yeah. probably, yeah. Okay, I can't really they, knock, I can't knock yeah. him for that pick either because Barmore is a stud. But sorry, Wes, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, I don't know if it would necessarily be a need this early, but – I mean, it's the Raiders, so they'll do whatever they see fit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's usually what we say at times like this. Um, all right, I am up with the Dolphins, who I don't care ab- about at all, um, but that's not what this is about. Let's see. Oh, I know they need a linebacker. I am going to go a linebacker, but I can't decide between Zayvon Collins and JOK from Notre Dame. Oh boy. I'm going to go Zayvon Collins to the Dolphins and that will be pick number 18 and we are up to Washington. Is that Ron? Uh, yeah, that would be. And they remembered um, it, huh? <laughs> I should just know that I follow you on you. So, um, <laughs> um, well, I guess, man, can't say I'm too familiar with uh, what Washington is. Isn't it funny that we know absolutely everything that happens before the Vikings pick? And then after that, we're like, oh, who cares? I'm not sure. (laughs) It's more so like because, well, again, Daniel Snyder is a wild card in in that sense as well. Um, But uh, no, there's no glaring like 
sexy names that are jumping off the board, but I think in their situation that they're at with last year, losing Trent Williams and Brandon Scherf, you know, seemingly on the outs with the franchise tag, um, you know, no pun intended. Um, but I think this would be a good spot for them um, to get Elijah Vera Tucker, who I do have higher than Tevin Jenkins. And I think his versatility on the line, whether that's taking over um, as a tackle or as a guard for, you know, either Brandon Scherf spot or not. But uh, I think that would be um, a good pick for them to solidify and improve that offense a little bit. Okay, so AVT goes to the spot where Kirk Cousins used to quarterback. Uh, I only say that because he's he's supposed to go to the Vikings in oodles and dozens of mock drafts. Um, so he now goes to Washington. And then let's see, that brings us to Tanishka, and she has the Chicago Bears. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go. Kicker, right? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um. I'll go Tevin Jenkins here. I feel like he's just a perfect scheme fit for them. And they seem to be locked into Dalton, at least for this year. So um, get him the protection and see how he does. Fantabulous. All right. So the Bears now have a tackle. And that brings us to their cross-state mate, the Indianapolis Colts, with the 21st pick. And we are down to Wes, who deprived the Vikings of Trey Lance. What do you got, sir? (laughs) Oh, let's see. The Colts, they need a tackle, defensive back, and a wide receiver. Um, This might be a good spot for... I don't even see him on here. Yeah, that's what happened with me at J.C. Horn. Yeah. Can't even think. Oh, let's do Asante Samuel Jr. Oh yeah, no, I gotta go find him. He was like down on six, number sixty. Oh okay, excellent. Yeah, sometimes this thing is sensitive. All right, so uh, the bloodline went to uh, the Colts, and that is up at the top again to Abby and the Titans. I think the Titans would like to go cornerback here, but they might not be able to resist taking Jeremiah Ozukomora here. So I think that's what I'm going to go. That's the pick. All right, JOK from Notre Dame to the Titans. And now we are to the Jets and Drew, their second pick of the night. What are they going to put with their shiny new quarterback, sir? Apparently, I'm Douglas. I'm just their GM. I'm taking both these picks. Um, uh, given the uh, given the value here at 23, they're going to take Quiddy Pay. Um, I, I don't I don't see uh, a top what top 15 talent this far into the draft. Um, Douglas is just going to be like stroking his beard, like super stoked that Quiddy Pay is still there at 23. So Quiddy Pay is the pick. All right, Pay is the other uh, probably eh, depending on how many mock drafts you follow. Uh, the most mocked uh, player to the Vikings. And so now he f- tumbles all the way to uh, the Jets. And now we... You're now getting we, Liddy with Quiddy, man. <laughs> yeah, you won't be able, you'll have to move. You'll have to move and print your shirts there. <laughs> yeah, just a different colored t-shirt. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, the, the graphics are done. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> all right. So the, the Steelers at number 24, that is Cody. Uh, Steelers... 
No question about it. They need a running back. <clears throat> uh, Najee Harris out of Alabama. Okay. Running pick. First running back of the night takes 24 spots. And he goes to the Steelers because actually Wes and I was about two weeks ago were doing something with the Steelers on air. And we were like, who's their running back? We were like, Benny, <laughs> Benny Snell. We were like, Ooh. and that was it. So it makes sense here that they now have a uh, keynote name to go with them. And that brings me to another team I don't care about whatsoever. And that's the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, who basically need uh, everything. Well, yeah, it says it says wide receiver, but another thing that Wes and I talk about on the show is how they they have like four to five dudes that are all about the same caliber of good after Chark. But I guess some of those guys scattered um, this free agency. Um, let let's keep the Florida connection and go Jalen Phillips to Jacksonville. That brings us to Ron and the Kevin Stefanski led Cleveland Browns. Yeah, so. Um, I don't understand why on here it says that they need an edge. Um, now, Jadavian Clowney had a total of three sacks more than I have in the last two years, so that may be part of it. But uh, um, given, again, the way the board's falling, I feel that Stefanski is comfortable with the offense. The offensive line is great. They have the running game, have the receivers. I think bolstering the defense in another way <clears throat> and getting a cornerback opposite of Ward um, to kind of just – continue growth there because I don't think Greedy Williams has really worked out, but I think Greg Newsom would be a good fit for that team. All right. Newsom from Northwestern, uh, Sean Slater's teammate uh, goes to Cleveland and that brings us to Tanishka with the other purple team, the Baltimore Ravens. And you are on the clock, ma'am. Um, yeah, this is an easy one. I got Aziz Ojolari. I They lost the Ravens lost like, all of their starting edges this <laughs> off season. So they need passwords really badly. Yeah. And nobody wide really, receiver. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody really talks about that Ravens edge thing. I was going to, that's one on my list to write about um, for franchise tag that they scattered. And I think it's just because we trust the Ravens <laughs> defensive credo that we're like, yeah, they'll be fine. But yeah. They're all gone. <laughs> and uh, let's see. So we're going to get him off the board. Aziz goes to Baltimore and that Wes, that brings you to um, New Orleans and another team that needs quite a lot because their uh, salary cap disabled them from retaining a bunch of men. Who do you got for the Saints at 28? I have Rashad Bateman, and I'm going to go throw up now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what we get for taking Jefferson last year, though. Yeah. <laughs> a gopher heads southward to New Orleans, and at the top again is Abby with the Green Bay Packers. Speaking of throwing up. Probably going to go offense somehow, but... Can't decide between Leatherwood or Elijah Moore here. So. Okay, fair enough. We got time. We're moving at a nice little pace. I think they'll they'll finally address a wide receiver. Okay. For the first time in years. Yeah. Um, take Elijah Moore here. All right. Ole Miss, Elijah Moore goes <clears throat> to Wisconsin. Uh, I was going to say good luck, but I don't mean it. So uh, Drew Buffalo uh, AFC championship participants. So they have the 30th pick. Um, who do you got heading to join Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs? Yeah. So just looking at team needs, defensive end, cornerback, center. Um, 
I want to interrupt for just a second to talk about sunglasses. If you can believe that. Yes, sunglasses. Uh, I go through a lot of those out of forgetfulness. I'll lose them or leave them places. Uh, I've got two young children at home, so they break them. They break their own, so on and so forth. Uh, so let's talk about Kanan sunglasses. That's K-A-E-N-O-N. It's time to make your outdoor experiences better with Kanan. Kanan sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses clearer, lighter, and stronger, and Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. Use the exclusive code K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-15, KananCast15, at Kanan.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-15. Kanan, clearly better. Going Landon Dickerson. Oh, Alabama. Let me get him. uh, Number 36 for you, TD enters. He goes off the board to Buffalo. And because uh, the Ravens dealt Orlando Brown to the Chiefs, that means they have an extra pick, which came by the way of the Chiefs. And that is pick 31. And that goes to Cody. Um, Well, time to get... Lamar Jackson at target out wide. And let's go with Terrence Marshall Jr. Oh, okay. LSU. What number is he on the draft network, Wes? 40. I think he was like 40. Yeah, I think 40. he's 40. Yeah. All right, so they, if you believe in the efficacy of the draft network, they're stretching a bit, but that's not necessarily our problem. Um, and then that me t- selecting for the champs. All right, so how can the rich get richer here? Um, I just drafted a safety last year, which we know all about, so it won't happen again. Um, I don't need a tackle. You got the team's just set. Um, yeah, this is the best player available for sure. Yeah, it is. is I'm, just, value pick. I'm looking at it here, and it's just tricky because they don't need any damn thing. Um, I'm going to go, if it's the best player available, I'm going to go Trevon Morrig. That's probably said wrong, TCU, even though they just drafted a safety last year. Screw it. Let's do it. And that's the end of the first round. We've got plenty of time to do the second round. And that is Ron. You are up with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So let's see. What did we fill for needs for them? Um, so edging edge. edging okay. quarterback. Um, so I think now, like you said, they, <clears throat> as far as offense, they're wide receivers. Mine after uh, Shark, you know, little to be determined and a lot of similar guys. But I think – you, you invest the number one pick in a franchise quarterback. You got to keep him upright. And based on what is here, I think Samuel Cosme, Cosme is the best fit as a potential future left tackle. And that's also Cam Robinson. I feel like even they believe is better suited to be an inside guy. So um, Cosme gives them that flexibility to be able to do that. So that's who I'm going with here. Cosme. He was 39. Yeah. 
number 39 and that brings us to Tanishka and this is a team you the team you like yeah, right yeah i do <laughs> yeah yeah inexplicably she likes the jets so she gets a little a little not hometown <laughs> but a little favoritism <laughs> bias who are you spending for the jets third pick of the I'm night i'm going with creed humphrey here they need interior o line really badly to actually like help um, put stuff around Zach Wilson, which they failed to do around Darnold. All right, fair enough. Um, and that's Creed Humphrey to your New York Jets, evidently. Uh, Wes, you are at the Falcons at pick overall number 35. Yes, and it says tight end is their only need, which is ludicrous because I know on the defensive side of the ball, they have holes. Um, mm-hmm. They are going to follow the Tampa Bay blueprint and they will add another linebacker uh, Davis out of Kentucky to pair with um, is it Jones? Deion, Deion Jones. Yeah. Is Davis uh, a non-edge? Yeah, he's a yeah. Typical linebacker. All right, cool. All right. Then he goes to the Atlanta Falcons. And that brings us to the Miami Dolphins and Abby. I think they will help out their defense and draft Jason Owe here. Oh, okay. From Penn State, uh, Owe goes off the board to Miami. And that brings us to the number 37 pick overall. Uh, Drew, you probably have something witty to say here. What is it? Um, no, I got, I, got, I got caught up in the sauce. <laughs> who was that last pick I was reading, and I, I, got, I got lost? Uh, who just went? Jason uh, Owe. Jason Owe to uh, my, Miami. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, cool. Um, God, dude, no, the Eagles. I mean, we, just, we took Waddle. Um, what, like if I'm really guessing, I'm, I'm assuming that Howie's traded this pick like six times already because that's just the way <laughs> they operate. Um, there it is. Looks like uh, <laughs> looks like skill position players are their biggest need. We addressed one. They need a tight end bad, but uh, who is here that there's real value? Um, this may we may be doing too many things here, but if he's there at 37, I actually think they take Rondell Moore. Oh, okay. That's another damn one I have to go find. Uh, 45 on TDN boards. Uh, so yeah, they've doubled up. My goodness. Yeah. Now they have uh, they have three speed. wide receivers. <laughs> yeah. They have speed and they have three wide receivers that they didn't have um, when the playoffs ended in the 2019 season. So that brings us to Cody and the Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh. Gets trickier, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Bengals drafted Panay Sewell. And I think just to keep um, Joe Burrow upright, they are going to take Wyatt Davis out of Ohio State. Excellent. I was going to ask you guys what happened with him. Did he get hurt or something? Because when the Vikings started to go uh, pear-shaped at one and five and the offensive line was the offensive line, he was supposed to be like a top 10 pick. What ha- what the hell happened to him? He originally opted out and then opted back in and then was very underwhelming in that, especially, uh, you know, I think again, whoever in the college football playoffs, he 
didn't look good at all. I think it was Barmore that ate him, ate his lunch, but, um, so, you know, it's one of those, I it's weird because like a Sewell will get a pass and he didn't play an entire year at all. So, but I don't know. All right. Oh, let's see for the Panthers. I'm up. We went JC Horn to them. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then, then they can get a tackle at this spot. It isn't, Probably quite as good as they they could have had, but I'm going to go Alex Leatherwood from Alabama to the Panthers, and he can protect Sam Darnold, who is Tanishka's boy. All right, Ron, you're up with the Denver Broncos. Right, I think again the way it kind of has fallen, and with picking a quarterback for them, which I think would happen at nine if that's the case. Um, they definitely need help on the interior of their defense, mainly on that second level. Um, so, and I'm just throwing darts at the wind because I don't know who would be the best bet, but I can't find him now. The LSU linebackers, Jabril Cox. There, He's at 59 on here. 59, my goodness. 59, that'll work. Uh, Jabril Cox to the Denver Broncos. And that takes us to uh, Tanishka with the Detroit Lions at number 41. And what do you got? Um, This is a tricky one, but I think because they need basically everything. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm going to go with a corner here. Okay. Um, I'll take Eric Stokes. They lost... Um, Trufant to the Bears in the offseason, and Okuda hasn't looked good, but then no one does with Patricia, but they get a nice young duo here. Oh, okay. I just had this uh, epiphany that uh, if listeners are apt apt with this uh, draft network site, you can go search a player by name. So I'm sitting here scrolling and scrolling. You just search a player by his name. (laughs) Bada bing. Your humble host doesn't know shit. Um, All right. Then... Where are we at? Wes with the the Jants, as uh, Jerry Jones calls them, the Jants. After going tackling round one, uh, they're going to focus on the other side of the ball. Uh, They will go Boogie Basham from Wake Forest uh, for some interesting training camp battles with uh, Slater. All right. Then that is Abby. You are up with the San Francisco 49ers who we uh, sent Mac Jones to earlier in the evening. Um, you are up, sir. 49ers, pretty solid team, but I think they like having defensive line depth here. So they'll take Joe Tyron. All right. He was kind of, if, if you go by uh, the draft network's predictive board, he would have been one that fell. And so the Niners scoop him up. He was the 26th best prospect per their predictive board. And now he heads westward to Wes's hometown. And Andrew, you are up for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. What do you got? Yeah. Is Bar- Bram Browning still on the board, correct? Uh, linebacker out of Ohio State? Yep. Yes. I think that's who they're taking. Um, Ohio State historically has run a defense with pretty athletic linebackers, except for uh, – old boy who got absolutely torched by Devonte Smith in the Super Bowl or in the national championship game. My favorite thing, this is an aside. My favorite thing about college football is every one of those players that played the national championship game is probably the best player that's ever come out of their high school. But like college football is one of those cool worlds where like one guy's going to be like a 10 year NFL pro and the other guy's like an auto collision attorney in his hometown, like immediately after his career is over. And like, we saw those two worlds merge on like one play. 
Anyways, <laughs> I'm taking Baron Browning. Here. Oh no, that's that. That it reminds me of the speech that I gave Ron uh, about two months ago. Somebody was on some Viking guest, and I talked about how, uh, or maybe this was U.S. I can't remember. Uh, Texas is this bastion of high school football. It's like you know more important than college football and Friday Night Lights and all that stuff. And then collegiately, they never win national championships. They've won one in like 45 years. Uh, you would think that if there's so much homegrown talent in Texas, once in a while, they would stay at AM or uh, UT and win championships there, but they, they never win national championships. I think and, it's when we had Roy Williams on, was on it? the Lions yeah. week. So yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I fully, I fully get the uh, fact that they scatter for recruiting purposes and all that and SEC, but it's just weird that I mean, I would expect that stat to be something like, oh, they've only won four or five times out of the last 45 years, but <laughs> nope, it was Vince Young and Vince Young alone. Uh, all right. So we had Browning to Dallas and Cody, you are up for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, as far as Jacksonville goes, already got the quarterback of the future. Uh, tackle to protect him and a edge rusher. So they probably will give him a weapon. And that weapon. Sorry, excuse me. No, it's, uh, uh, no, it's all right. Uh, that weapon will be Kadarius Tony. Oh, I was going to take receiver. Him. Bastard. Florida. I was going to take him <laughs> from New England. <laughs> Now I got to go figure out what the hell the mad scientist will do. Um, son of a... I just don't know if any wide receivers can be stretched for after that guy. All right. So I'm up. I have new England Patriots and they already selected Trey Lance, which if uh, you know, this mock draft was going to make news, that would be it because he fell almost halfway through the damn first round. Uh, I will take the Clemson running back Travis E um, to Etienne. Etn. Yeah. Yep. I didn't want to butcher that. So thank you, kind <laughs> sir. He'll go to New England. Um, and we've uh, we've talked about on air that New England always has this reputation for uh, greatness, rightfully so. But in drafting, it's really not all that great. So I'm going to take them doing a running back here because uh, Tony's off the board, and that brings us to Ron. You have the Chargers. I mean, I know we said no trades and all, but this is, I, 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 I think Slick Rick's calling my phone right now because uh, Rousseau would uh, be, you know, too, too good. <laughs> this is a good spot to snag him, but uh, yeah. obviously, yeah, leaving it as where we're at and we're not going to do that. Um, so I know the, the Chargers have Austin Eckler as a running back, but he's he, he's most deadly in the passing game. I think they do need a true downhill guy to pair with that offense uh, take some pressure off of Herbert and Javante Williams at this point is just too too great of a value to pass up on so I think he would be a great fit on that team all right that's Javante Williams a running back to pair oh let's see in uh, Los Angeles with Austin Eckler and that brings us to Tanishka with the Raiders Ooh, okay. Um, I am going to go Liam Eichenberg here. Okay. I they cut like their entire offensive line or traded <laughs> or whatever. So um I guess they definitely need to get back on that. And they went defense round one, so they add here. 
And that must be their plan because they whimsically did indeed do what you just described. And, uh, you know, most Raider fans are like, all right, we're getting rid of, and these aren't like dudes that are like Dakota Dozier and stuff. These were dudes that yeah. are, uh, solid okay. players. And for some reason they're like, no, we're going to start from scratch. So the idea must be, uh, that they're going to fortify, um, depth chart through the draft because we know damn well that the free agency, uh, offensive linemen are dwindling. Uh, so it must be an offensive line draft for the Raiders, Wes and the Cardinals at number 49. I think if one of those two running backs was available, uh, they would go here, um, for the Cardinals, but since they're both off the board, I say they double down on defensive back and go Aaron Robinson, uh, uh, UCF. Okay, and he is off the board now, and they have two corners now after uh, Patrick Peterson left. We're at the top again, Abby and the Dolphins. Have you already had them tonight? Yeah, a while back. (laughs) All right, let's hear what you got again think they're going to want to get some offensive line help and protect Tua, and they'll take Dylan Radons out of North Dakota State. Ooh, okay. A name, a name we know a lot about. Dylan goes off the board. Uh, Trey Lance's pal. He goes to Miami southward, and now we are up with Drew and the Washington football team. I think the Washington football team, uh, Ron Rivera, defensive head coach, um, they're building something there. You can, you can see that with Chase Young and the way they played last year. Um, I think linebacker, particularly in the center, uh, is going to be something important for them. I'm going to take Jameen Davis uh, out of Kentucky. Nope, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. Yep. Oh my yeah. God. See, this is what I get, man. I'm reading, and I and what I, are you? I are you just reading like a novel, or are you reading draft stuff? <laughs> I'm reading draft stuff, man. Oh, oh, I thought you had on. crime and punishment at your back. I've got I've got six screens up here, man. I'm in a war room. Um, <laughs> it's not doing the trick, buddy. <laughs> um, if that if that is the case, I still think they stick linebacker. I think you can get good value here. Uh, Cameron McGrone out of Michigan. What's his name? Cameron McGrone is out Cameron. of Michigan. I thought you said Kim. Okay. No, no, no. Another, another big bodied, uh, corn fed, big 10 <laughs> linebacker. He's going to fit right in with Ron up there. Um, I, I think it's a good fit. All right. Number one, one one on your program, but number one in our hearts, uh, the Cameron is off the board and that gives us Cody and the, uh, monsters of the midway Chicago bears 52. What do we got? Let's see. So far, they have drafted Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle. Oh. Looking at them on Pro Football Focus. I say... Oh, defensive back, Ifiatu Melifonwu. Is that how you pronounce his name? No idea. Yeah. What are the first three letters of his first? <laughs> 78. Number 78. Okay. Uh, cornerback of, out of Syracuse. All right. Does anybody know anything about him? I don't. Just assume. I have no idea, but yeah, I wonder if he's related to Melifonwu who was drafted by Patriots a few years back and then played with the Raiders. Big cornerback, much like 
this, but never mounted anything. So, okay. well, he's good in zone, and that's what the Bears run. So it's probably a good fit. Okay. Mm, good reason he's at Syracuse. He must play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that brings me to the Titans. Um, they don't have Clowney anymore. That experiment never got off the ground. I'm going to go Ronnie Perkins, edge rusher from Oklahoma to uh, Mike Vrabel's team. And we are to Ron and the Colts. All right. So the Colts, um, obviously they're building something good. Hopefully the quarterback doesn't torpedo it for them. And, and uh, they're, they always do smart stuff. So they do. Uh, yep. And I think for them with uh, losing Costanzo to retirement, um, you know, protecting Carson Wentz, although he had great offensive line in Philly and couldn't get it together. Um, but their defense is, is stout. They need some help on that offensive line. And the idea of moving Quentin Nelson to tackle is the dumbest thing I've ever heard because he's so dominant at left guard. Why, why change that? Just get someone that isn't going to suck next to him. You know, they could have Dozier next to him and he'll be fine. So um, hey, maybe this is where you'll pick up your phone. And trade. <laughs> right. I can, we got- he can shotgun beers with the best of them. All shotgun first team. I've seen it. First hand. <laughs> um, but I think Brady Christensen here um, for out of BYU would be um, a good pick for them for the, to be their future or left or their franchise left tackle of the future. So. All right, and if it's uh, Colts and Ballard taking them, that means that it's probably wise. I've seen some folks on Twitter that love Christensen, and some say they want nothing to do with him. And I don't know what the the variance is. And but, I think that's uh, where this is the spot where you put him next to Zach, or to Quentin Nelson, and it's yeah. going to help ease the transition a lot easier. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Tanishka, you've got uh, Mike Tomlin's team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, at number 55. We've got about eight picks left, nine picks left. I am going to go um, Kelvin Joseph here because they lost Steven Nelson. Um, They cut him this offseason, and they just sort of need another starter back there. All right. Uh, Wesley Johnson, you have one of three picks three picks that uh, Seattle will make on and over the weekend next weekend week. And uh, that's 56. This is where Rick calls. This is where Rick calls to go get Russo. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It just keeps tumbling. uh, All right. So we have Russo off the board at multiple spots to a phantom team. That's not even involved in the second round noted. Uh, At least we, at least we predicted it, but what to, for the uh, parameters of our rules, what do you got? Russo for uh, Seattle. Okay. Okay, cool. All right, Abby, at least it's not the Dolphins. You've got the Rams, who never have first-round picks ever. And the last time they had one was Jared Goff, and he doesn't even play there anymore. So who do you have for the Rams at 57? I think with John Johnson leaving to the Browns, they're going to get his replacement, Jamar Johnson out of Indiana. Okay, find that one. It's number 62. Number 62. Okay, that's not too outrageous there. Uh, Andrew, the uh, Super Bowl runner-up, Kansas City Chiefs, get their first pick of the draft, and that will be who? Yeah, so I would have told you like two weeks ago that this would have been an offensive lineman in some form or fashion, but uh, Mm -hmm. clearly that is no longer the case (laughs) as they have every offensive lineman that's been available. Um, So I'm looking at uh, defensive backs. I think Elijah Molden coming out of Washington. uh, He was a safety in college, but he shows as a slot corner, uh, at least in today's NFL. Um, 
lot of off coverage, but he had the best one-on-one grade in guarding like seam routes and fades from the slot, um, which I think is pretty indicative of his ability to cover. So I'm taking Elijah Molden there. Okay. Uh, Molden to the, I'd say, presumptive Super Bowl favorites. I think what they're doing um, is like a mad dash scramble to um, get all of these dudes that they can while Mahomes is on the final year of his uh, smaller contract because when that bad boy pumps in, I think it's the year after this one, then, uh, you know, they're paying him everything. And there's even one year in there, Wes, I think it – uh, you know, we didn't talk about it, but I was going to tell you about it. It's like 2025, 2027, where he gets 60 million. <laughs> His cap hit is 60 million. Uh, so by that time, who knows what the salary cap will be? Right. Cody, you have the Browns. Yes. And what do you have on your mind? And let's see. Browns, Browns, Browns. They've taken just Greg Newsom, right? Yes. Okay. Probably a linebacker with this pick. Okay. Um, I know they drafted one last year, Jacob Phillips in the third. Let's see, Anthony Walker's 26, but I say Nick Bolton out of Missouri. Michael's brother, Nick Bolton, goes to the Browns. It was a joke. Nobody caught it. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like a joke for 30-year-olds is what it is. Yeah. Um, all right. I knew I'd get some team that I didn't care for, and that's me with the New Orleans Saints. And Yes, they have needs out the wazoo. Um, I'm going to go Joseph Asai from Texas, edge rusher to the New Orleans Saints quarterbacked by a twosome of Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill for some godforsaken reason. And we have four picks left tonight. Uh, Ron, you're up with Buffalo. Right. And I'm trying to, so they got Dickerson first. Um, So here, Buffalo's in a, in a good situation, obviously with their team, they have talent that they've built through the draft as well as, um, as well as savvy trades. Um, but I think they still need to get um, Allen some we- weapons in the red zone, like as great as Diggs is. Um, you know, there's just not much else there. So I think a tight end would be a good pick. And I think this is actually a reasonable spot to take a tight end. Um, so I personally think Tommy Tremble, I like him over Friar Muth. So I'm going to go with Tremble. You don't like all pro Cole Beasley? <laughs> yeah yeah peter king well done there so well it's just that one i that'll I'll, i don't know how long i'll be on twitter or how long it will be around and i'm on it uh but it'll I'll always remember that he was a all pro player and it's yeah mind-boggling all right Smithy, you're in the spot Chad that Beebe's i was here in. this year then so <laughs> yeah you're in the spot i was in a minute ago i had the saints who i yeah. dislike you you have the packers who you hopefully dislike um what do you got yeah. <laughs> third to last pick of the night um okay i'm gonna go with quinn miners here um they lost Corey lindsley best center in football so yep. um they can probably move miners and have him in at guard his rookie year he could play center like there's just so many possibilities there and he stays home in wisconsin okay which no one wants to do <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, interesting fact on the departed uh, Lindsay to Lindsley to the chargers. He's one of the few players 
active players that has an all-pro selection but no Pro Bowls. Uh, he snacks Harrison, and I think there's one other person, but that's just my random brain. Uh, Wes, you have the chefs. Uh, I only call them that because my uncle's obsessed with them, so my other uncle makes fun of them by calling them chefs. Uh, what do you got for Patrick Mahomes' team at 63? Uh, they are in need of a wide receiver. Um, it is the second round, and there is a USC wide receiver available. So we will go Amon Ross St. Brown to the Chiefs. Uh, USC receivers do very well in the second round. I knew I was going to get some sort of homerism from you. Uh, <laughs> Wes is a USC fan, and uh, that was the homerism that he dribbled into the program tonight. But, hey, it, it makes <laughs> sense. And the last pick of the night, uh, bef- before I give you this so the rest of you can start thinking about it, I'm going to ask you for one surprise thing that happens on Thursday night. So start thinking about that. Uh, Abby, you're going to have the most picks tonight, and that's uh, – Abby, excuse me. Um, and you get the Super Bowl champion – Buccaneers, who do they take for the Mr. Relevant of our uh, podcast tonight? Uh, on, on tangent, I think the other player was Jack Conklin, who has all pro and oh, no yes. pro ball section. Yes, you are correct. I messed that. I tweeted that, and my dumb ass still thought he was on the Titans. And, or wait, no, I thought he was still on the – which one is it? On the Titans? He's on the, Browns, on the Browns. Browns? Yes, I did it again. Yeah, uh, I learned about the Browns recently, which is yeah. why I remember that. Yeah, that, yeah. all right, cool. Well, thank you. Uh, okay. Buccaneers to round us out for So tonight. I think they're going to add some more receiver depth. And Diami Brown out of North Carolina. Ooh, okay. Do they really need wide receiver depth, though? It may as well add to the offense. <laughs> I hear you. So notably, uh, Jalen Mayfield didn't make it out of the – or he did make it out of the second round. Uh, Levi O, he didn't get picked. I've seen him mocked in the second round multiple times. Am I any missing any other big – like we didn't we didn't stretch for Kellen Mond, any of us. We didn't stretch we, for uh, – Just for shits and giggles, if everyone has a few minutes, make it to the Vikings pick, see what happens. Oh, you'd have to motor through them because I don't know if people listen to this longer than an hour. Okay. Uh, well, hold on. Hey, well, let's... let's a teaser let's, if the Vikings fans. <laughs> let's, uh, let's wrap up and then we can, uh, for those that want to stay, we can do it off air. Uh, let's see. And that, that includes me. Uh, all right. So we'll start. Uh, Abby, what's one thing in the first round that will happen that will be like, whoa, I don't care what it is. I think the Washington football team will trade up to number four. Mm. Number four. Okay. All right. So if, if that's your idea, the rest of you is you can echo that too. Not just because he had, it doesn't mean that you can't say it. Uh, Drew, what's the one thing on draft night that will, will happen? I think that this is the year. So Bill Belichick stated I don't know, five, six years ago that he was not going to leave the Patriots with a bad football team. I think this is the year knowing that the window is short. He's pissed. The Brady won a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. So the the Brady Bill rankings, Brady's won right now. Yeah, I think I think this is the year they make the move. They trade up. I think he trades up to seven. I think they draft Justin Fields. Ooh, okay. Presuming he's there. All right. <clears throat> yeah, that's yeah. I can see that too. Uh, Cody, what do you got for the one interesting thing that happens in the uh, Thursday night? Mm, I think Bill gets a little bit more aggressive, trades up to number four to pick uh justin fields okay all right just Um, considering how aggressive 
he was in free agency with signing everybody and their dog. <laughs> well, his dog does the draft, remember? Yeah. So that that works out perfect. Oh, and then Wes has got open. I was gonna this will and he's got the Caruso shirt on too. Yeah. That's a Laker shirt in general. All right. Uh, mine is that the Lions, uh, under new management, new uh, ankle-biting coach, that they're going to do something incredibly shocking or dumb. Uh, I think uh, on our show a couple weeks ago, I said Rashawn Bateman would get stretched for that high. That was just an example of the randomness. Uh, but I think the Lions at seven will do something that will make us go, what? And that that's my pick. Ron, what's yours? Um, I think that there will be five quarterbacks in the top ten. Uh, but with trades, um, I know a lot of people are thinking that it'll stretch to 15, but I actually think there will be, be some aggressiveness and go into top five or five in the top 10. Okay. And always remember that um, unless this draft is the unicorn, only two of them are going to be good. Uh, right, now we th- <laughs> yeah, right now, we think they're all Christ-like, but uh, three of them will be either mediocre or not good. And that's just the way the world works. Tanishka, Tanishka, what do we got? Um, I think six quarterbacks go in the first round. So someone will reach or take Mond or Mills or Trask. I don't know, whoever they think, maybe like Tampa or Chicago. Chicago should do it, honestly. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think someone will. Yeah, somebody tweeted at me and asked me if I thought that the Bears would take uh, the Davis Mills guys in the first round. <laughs> I was, I thought, I thought I was getting <laughs> set up for something. And I was like, oh, no, I was like, maybe in the fifth round. Uh, but okay. All right. So you got the bears of, or somebody. I know a lot of people who want them to take a quarterback. Well, that's, that's fine by me. Uh, usually they actually draft pretty well. So if they want to do something silly, um, not my problem. Uh, Wes, what's your, uh, what's your shocker? I read a, a little blurb about it earlier and it made a lot of sense. And I'll kind of piggyback on what Ron said, uh, five quarterbacks in the top 10, which will mean no defensive player in the top 10. Ooh. Okay. Well, then that's, uh, that's, that leaves the Vikings salivating. So, All right. Uh, that's all we got for our two-round mock draft. I appreciate everybody joining, and I appreciate all of you listeners out there. Um, we'll probably be back, Wes and I, on Tuesday night for not a mock draft, but just a uh, weekly event show about all the news. Um, that's all we got. Peace. You are watching a master at work. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.